starting now. Hey, what's going on? It's Top of the Dude Chain. We're back from a two-week hiatus. And apparently we take a week off and just everything goes down the crapper. Yeah. The country was relying on us and we let them down. Yep. For that, we apologize. A lot has happened in the last two weeks since this, our last episode with Chris came out. Corey had a birthday. Apparently there's a virus that's a pandemic that's spreading across the country. Italy's under quarantine. Barely, we're heading that way. All sports have been canceled. Yep. It went from uh, groups of 50 to now groups of 10. Groups of 10. We're but pu- we're pushing it in the house right now. Most importantly, though, today, the Arizona Cardinals traded away a injured running back for DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, phenomenal. Easily trade. a top five receiver in his prime. Great at, like Larry Fitzgerald type attitude, yep. leader in the locker room. And essentially gave a bum running. I mean, I like David Johnson, but the guy's always hurt. Yeah. And a second-round pick. Yeah, they, I was about to say, they gave up some draft picks, too. Just one? Yeah. Well, they – they. so Houston gets David Johnson, a second-round pick, and a fourth-round pick in 2021. We get DeAndre Hopkins and a fourth-round pick <clears throat> in 2020. So, essentially, we gave a, yeah, a second-round pick. It's a pretty sweet deal. Dude, I, I don't know how many tweets I have that say fire Steve Kime, but right now, you're getting back in my graces, baby. Yeah. Not yeah, like, no, I, I, saw, I saw that earlier today. Yeah. Kind of blew my mind. Christian Kirk, Larry Fitzgerald. Um, forgot who's playing. Is Gresham still playing tight end? No, no, no. Anyway, then you got Clingsbury running the air raid with Kyler Murray. Yeah, Kyler, Kyler Murray's going to have to – he should be putting up numbers next yeah. year. If not, then that's an issue. Yeah, then he's another Baker Mayfield. Yeah, because he's got pretty much all the weapons he needs going into the next season. And he has Kenyon Drake, who many say in Miami was just just taking it easy to save injury until he got into a situation he liked, and apparently he likes Arizona. So yeah, Bears picked up uh, Jimmy Graham today. Yeah, I saw that. That's a couple big moves today. Yeah, but dude, Jimmy Graham's old. He's the oldest one in the locker room now. Granted. His stats with Green Bay last year were better than any Bear tight all the Bears tight ends combined. Yeah. But he only had like seventeen catches for like four hundred no, it wasn't seventeen. It was I forgot what the number of catches was, but he only had like four hundred something yards and three touchdowns. Yeah. And you still tripled your uh productivity if you're the Bears <laughs> on from the tight end position. Yep. So yep. did I see that Tannehill got locked in? For three more yeah. years, yeah, which hundred and fourteen million, something which, like that, dude. That's that kind of blows my my Brady pick out of the water. Yeah, that's uh, I think that's dead. Still got San Diego out there who needs a quarterback and could possibly uh, when I say San Diego, the Chargers, Los Angeles, so they could still pick him up, which was the other team I said he might get. I think he would have been a good pick with the a, a good fit with the. Uh, with uh, Tennessee, though, yeah, I, I mean, can see it. That's a good, uh, good situation there. I just don't think Tannehill's that good. No, I think he. You know what he is? He's the Nick Foles of 2019. Yeah, he came in at the right time, got hot at the right time, and he's going to sign a contract, get hurt, and you won't see him again. He'll probably get traded for a backup journeyman role, and that's it. Yeah, but what do you expect from an Aggie quarterback? <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, None of that matters because all sports are canceled. Yeah. Which, that's shocking. Man, I, I I think it's it's telling as to how real this probably is. I think I think initially we did the whole American thing of, uh, you know, it's all conspiracy. It's not going to be that big. It's not going to be that bad. I, I think, think it's, it's a, that real? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Not, here's all, all I do know. I think we're, we're not being told something. We don't have the full picture. We don't. Ne- we don't have the full. Well, I, I don't. I don't think we can. I don't think. I don't think we're. We've prepared for something of this scale. If it is what they say it is. Yeah, but I mean, the, I mean, you still numbers wise, it's still worse. Like globally, still worse. Still not as bad as H one N one or the flu. Right, but you have to. You have to take into a fact that we don't. 
or to into account that we don't know whether or not these numbers are constant yet. So if it's if it remains at two to three percent mortality rate and it continues to spread at the same rate with no vaccinations working on it, it's going to be far far ten times worse. Well, but the but that's the thing though. The real number, the two to three percent. You but they haven't tested everybody. Yeah. Well, that's and the, and the, and they've also estimated that in China it could have at one point been as high as seven to eight. Seven to eight percent. Yeah. Which is. Yeah. I mean, that's almost one in ten. Uh, it it could be, it could be bad. It I think. I, I think what makes it worse is just people acting stupid. That millennial attitude is going to get people killed. Not 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 the millennials, but the old people that they're around. Yeah. Because I've I've had this argument with two or three people that had to cancel vacations, and they're like, "Oh, well, we'll just go to this place instead." I'm like, "Why? Just stay home. Just stay home and relax. Let it blow over." But why don't the old people have to stay home? They should. I mean, that's my thing. Is they're kind of telling everyone like, don't go out, stay in your home, quarantine yourself for two weeks. But well, but but I think the people that are at risk that have health issues, they're not going to concerts. They're not trying to get into Disney World. They're not trying right. to go to Jamaica. Well, but what's ha- what ha- what they're worried about is you get it at the concert and then you go visit grandma in the nursing home. Right, and that's and why then. I'm saying people just need to chill out and stay home for two months. Just relax. or avoid old people. Yeah. Or th- or that, but I mean that's just not FaceTime grandma. That's not really on you though. I mean, yeah, people are going to move around freely whether you tell them to or not. Yeah, I don't know. I, there are a lot of unknowns. It's kind of I don't I don't know. At this point, at this point, they've been other bird flu, SARS, Ebola, all that that were worse. In and too, if it's this global pandemic that's going to like wipe out half the population, like why is washing our hands like and buying toilet paper the? Because people are stupid. I don't. I don't know how toilet paper became a thing. Well, people are worried they're going to get quarantined. See, Italy can't leave. You can't leave the house without being fined. Yeah, you essentially have to get special permission to leave the house. Which we could be getting close to that here. So people are buying toilet paper. That's the last thing I'm buying though. Yeah. Because if I poop in my house and I don't have toilet paper. Yeah. I'm just taking a shower. Yeah. As long as you have water. Well, yeah. Do you going to cut my water off now? I mean, it depends. Well, then we're in a third world country and I you know. may as well just kill me. I'm just saying. Just let it have me then. I'm on well water, so not my problem. Yeah, they won't cut off the water. I don't think so. I think they already said that they're pretty much the government's going to supplement everything, I think, until this blows over. So any type of necessity is going to be covered by them. Yeah. I, I do kind of think there's more going on, though. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's any underlying conspiracy. Like people think, oh well, it was to get rid of the Hong Kong protesters, or it was to stomp out Donald Trump in an election year. I, I, I think that's all just kind of coincidence. No, here's what. No, I don't think that. I do. This is what I think. I, I think it's not as bad as people are saying it is, but the media is making it this global pandemic to drive down the stock market. Yeah, but here, here's the thing: is our our biggest mouth. Donald Trump, who'd be the first one to say this isn't a big deal, it's fake news, is totally giving in on it. Well, but he's also said that a lot of the reports coming out are fake, and it's it's more fear-mongering than... Well, uh, yeah, I mean, CNN's not going to do you any favors, right? but I think... I think a lot of what we're hearing is true. Well, I think you have... I think it's like everything. You have people on both sides. You have the people who think that, like, it's not a big deal. Which anytime, you know, because my dad, if he, if he had gotten out of the hospital, then he would have been on anti-immune. He, he would have no immune system yeah, because of the heart transplant and been on the drugs and all that. I mean, this would have been dangerous for him, you know, because he has no immune system. Yeah. But so would the flu and all that other stuff. And I think that's what that's why I'm kind of wondering what the case is, because anytime you hear about a death from the coronavirus there's always an underlying issue like this per like one one person had emphysema yeah so like did the emphysema really kill i mean was it the coronavirus that really killed him or was it the emphysema well it's it's still a coronavirus it's going to cause pneumonia it's going to well, destroy yeah, your what's left of your you. weak immune system the flu would have killed you possibly so that to me the underlying is the fact you had emphysema is what killed you yeah it's just some of, some of the eerie stuff that i've heard is coming from like a uh it's Glenn Beck, so take it for what it's worth. But he was reading out of like the journals from a doctor from Italy talking about how every single person that comes in that's dying has the exact same 
reason as to why and it's bilateral pneumonia in both lungs and they just die from that and it's but but it's going across and like you said it's it's old people and it's people with compromised immune systems or weak immune systems but that's a large portion of our population that's like 30 percent of our population almost yeah italy does have the largest uh does have the largest the oldest population by average in the world well i I think that's common which is why they're being hit the other tourist areas is is they show the numbers and they're like we're on the same path as as italy but we got like four times as more people yeah you know yeah that's that's a that's a dumb number i think our healthcare system is probably a little better than italy's it's probably better than italy it's probably better than china you don't have to pay a copay for it yeah i think what I'm kind of anxious to see is how they, um, how our our healthcare system holds up because it totally collapsed in Italy. It's it's done. Yeah. They're basically doing a just an entry level triage on people that come in, and if they can't save you, they're going to turn you away and let you die. Yeah. Uh, they're they're all their ICUs are. Uh, I mean, all their ERs are ICUs now, so they they can't do emergency surgeries for the most part unless they're treating you for the coronavirus. I guess no elective surgeries. Um, I've heard that's coming down the pipe for America too. So is, uh, are they universal healthcare? Yeah, they are Italy. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's socialized. All right. So that could be a big, there's not part. a whole lot of countries that don't have, well, I mean, we're one of the few that has, and that could be a big part system. of it as well. Yeah. So if we, if we stomp this thing out, then that is like, Oh yeah, it'll, it would be the biggest argument, you know, for, uh, you know, and if it, if it reacts the same, then it's kind of neutral. So it's not, it's kind of a win-win, but yeah. And here's the other thing too. They tried to pass a bill for the coronavirus and it was free testing or something like that. Yeah. And the house slipped in fairly funded abortions and something like that. Like, yeah. So like not even like, <laughs> Hey, give it not. It's not even legitimate negotiation. Yeah. It's like, I know for a fact you're not going to pass this bill with it in it. So right. we're going to put it across. Right. Which makes me think it's not, it's either not as bad or those are some crummy people in, in, they in are crummy government. people. I, th- I mean, that's, that's always been what the Demo- the democratic party, that's been their platform forever is right. to promise things. They have no intention of getting done. Right. They, so, cause they know, they know they're not going to do those funded abortions, so, but, but now they can say, well, we tried, but yeah, look we what tried happened. to push it through yeah. and it didn't. Yeah. Stop market. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: it loses two thousand and then gains two thousand. Yeah, you know, and people are like, "Well, the ten worst." I mean, and they have been the ten worst days in stock market history have been under Trump's presidency. Yeah, which have, but some of those have been market corrections for well, having like the ten some best of days. Some of it's two thousand. Well, two thousand eighteen. A lot. A few of them are after the Democrats won the House, won back the House. Yeah. Uh, and the market, as, like you said, corrected itself because it was growing at an exponential rate, and then they took over the house, and it, it it pulled back a little bit, but still was higher than anything. Um, then what they don't show though in that same stat is that he has had way more record breaking days during his presidency than on the on the plus side than the negative side. You know, the stock market, the stock market has, I mean, since since the recession hasn't lost, it's had steady growth. Uh, but you look at during the Obama era, it had the slowest rate of growth. Yeah. And what people what won't say that you probably should know is that the cost of living increased at a greater rate than the stock market increased, which essentially means the companies that are selling the the company the products you're buying are costing more. But the companies that are selling them are not getting more valuable by you buying them. Yeah. Which is an issue. But anyway, I think it'll be even out. Come summer, we'll be back on a normal routine. Yeah. They've kind of pushed out how bad it could last all the way out to July and August now. But school's out until April. Yeah. So we've already got a essentially a month off from school. Yeah. Um, that's probably, I guarantee you, that gets pushed to two think so depending on how people react in this month depending on whether or not you know they have vaccines that are in human trial right now from what i understand the first series of vaccines did absolutely nothing so dude i think you're stupid if you're getting a vaccine right now for that stuff yeah i mean I give it a year. But, but but here's the thing i don't think those vaccines are going to be for me and you it's going to be for the old people yeah but still man 
I mean, you, got you don't it. know anything well, about this. Well, here's this. the thing. If, if, you're, if you can't guarantee me that I'm going to make it to the end of the year, I'll take the risk. Oh, I, I got of it, you. Maybe killing me in the next wave when it mutates one more time, you know? I got you. Or your immune system could be used to it by then. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. A lot of people talking about next year. I got the flu this year. I don't know if I'm going to get the flu vaccine next year. Yeah. I kind of feel like. I don't think I got it this year. And I haven't had it. I haven't had it in 20 years. This is the first time in 20 years I've had it. I don't think I've had the flu probably in the past 10. Yeah. But I wash my hands pretty regularly. Yeah. I, I mean, mean my work kind of requires that I do. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty hygienic. Yeah. When it comes to important things. So, like, I don't know. I think I'll take my risk with the old CV. Wait, wait till I'm 60 before I start to worry about it. You think it's man-made, though? No, that's stupid. It's you don't dumb. Think so? That's dumb. No, no. I mean, the thing already existed, and it just mutated. It's what the flu does. That's what the bird flu was. That's what H one N one was. These are all mutations off of another virus. It's going to keep happening. That's why we have to change our flu vaccines every year. That's why you're supposed to get one every year. Here's the good. Here's the good thing about it, though, is what it has shown <clears throat> is that the United States is not prepared for biological warfare. I think everyone right now is all worried about North Korea or Iran or whatever getting nuclear weapons. And I don't think what people understand is that nuclear weapons is such a such a Neanderthal type way of fighting these days. Yeah. To get a to get a nuclear weapon into our airspace is almost impossible because we've invested so much into defense systems and all that. That nuclear, like Bill Gates said a few years ago, like nuclear weapons aren't going to be what destroys a country. Now it's going to be biological yeah. weapons. Bi- biological weapons are like an attack on technology. Is normally right. what you hear the most. You know, if they can, if they could destroy our financial system, and it would just be pure chaos. If if they could get something like this, but but I mean, the, the thing what, is, what would be the point of making something man-made that only attacks old people? For the most part, uh, I mean, I mean, yeah. unless if you're you trying buy, to make some money back off of social security, well, and, if you buy, if you buy into the the death panel theories that they're trying to thin the herd, and yeah, you know, to everyone's worried about resources running out. Here's the thing, like I don't think we're, I don't think there's a shortage of toilet paper. I think the demand increased slightly, and corporations took advantage of it and pulled back the the supply. To create a greater demand. Yeah. Hear about that kid who bought like eighteen thousand bottles of, uh, or eighteen thousand dollars worth of, and they uh, forced him to give it to charity. Yeah, that's bonk. Yeah, that's bonk. One, you're an idiot. That's uh, socialism, is what yeah. that is. Well, I had I had a I had a friend, and it, the pro- the problem with that is the store should have been like, no, we're just not going to sell that to you. That would have been, but that, he bought it. He, he picked but it if, up. If he legally time. bought it, then yes, yeah, he should, bought it. It should be messing. He but bought it legally over time. The guy's a moron trying to be a turd is what he's trying to do. And he marked up the price. Yes. But the thing is, is I'd have, I'd have, I know a guy that went and bought five hundred dollars worth of hand sanitizer and sold it. I think on eBay or Facebook Marketplace for twenty five hundred dollars. Right. Yeah. So that's 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 called capitalism. That's price gouging. That's not capitalism. No, it's dude. You're not Jeff cre- Bezos you're, does it. No, but all he, these corporations. No, the difference. The difference is that he is taking a product, putting it to the market in a way that it previously may not have been for like smaller companies and stuff, and he's charging you a service fee. He's not marking up the product itself. The product still has a base price. No, but all corporations do it though. Not like that. Do diamonds do it? Oil does it. That's all, and it's all based off of supply and demand. Exactly. The, the more people that need diamonds, but here's but the thing: if somebody's willing to pay five times the price for hand sanitizer. I mean that's how you that's how you correct it. You don't pay the no. price that the guys. To me, asking. that's op- that's operating outside the market. No, I, I disagree. If 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 what was coming from the source is gone, the original source is gone, and you're selling it for that much, maybe that's understandable. But when you're going and removing the source from everybody else, I don't know. It's just it's dirty. No, I disagree. I that me personally, I think you created the supply, or I'm, you created the demand. He's the one who had the supply. If you don't want to pay fifty dollars for a bucket of hand sanitizer, yeah, don't don't pay for it. But and people then, are people are dumb, man. That's what I'm saying. So, and 
Dude, you know a lot of companies take advantage of the stupidness and the laziness of Yeah, but people. you know what's funny, though, is like when people do that with medications, sometimes they go to jail. I don't know if you watch Dirty Money. No, but they still the, do. The it. guy who bought out bought the EpiPen and then bumped it up from like eight to bucks to, to seven hundred and fifty something like that. Right, and now he's in prison. Yeah, but I mean, you still look at diabetic like pharmaceuticals do it. Yeah. Now I understand we pay we pay for the R and D, and that's what a lot of people don't realize is a lot of the costs that you have in your pharmaceutical uh, medications is the R and D uh, that had to be paid for up front. You know, so. Typically, your newer drugs that do more had to go through uh, more rigorous trials, which cost more money. Therefore, that's why it's more expensive. Yeah. As it continues on, then those those medications start. Amoxicillin is cheap. Yeah. Because we've we've already tested it. We know it. And now it's cheap because you've paid all the R&D cost off on it. But I feel like diabetic insulin has been around for a while and it's still at a very high rate. Yeah, uh, or a very high price. Well, there's a lot tag. of demand for it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but so, I, I, okay. so let's cut no, back right. the you're supply. Right. You're right. You're right. The stores, the stores should have had something in place to protect that from happening, though. When no, they knew, right. when they knew it was coming, it, it should have been shut down you're immediately. Right. But I think the stores are doing it too, though. Yeah, I don't think they're gouging. He, like, the only, like you can buy two things of toilet paper. The only thing I think this guy did wrong is he marked it up way too fast, way too quickly. Yeah. If he would have stair stepped it. Then he would have never been put on their radar. Yeah. But, I mean, you're looking to sell a book on Amazon, you end up paying, you get less than 50% of the book uh, price Yeah, when you're an author. But you're also immediately getting put into the biggest market. No, you're right. But that's what I'm saying. You you have the demand Yeah, as Amazon. You created the demand. Uh, so you're profiting from it. Creating creating a shortage is just it's a. He didn't bag. create a shortage. He yeah, simply he for no. If you go, if you go into a store and you empty it out, and then immediately try and turn it around for a not just a reasonable profit but a massive profit. But he was doing it on Amazon and eBay. Yeah. So that's worldwide. So he no, you're right. So he didn't he didn't buy all of America's <laughs> hand sanitizer. He bought the little podunk town in Tennessee that he's at. So are, so are you giving him like a, like a tip of the hat? Or I you, am. Or are you going to be like, mm, yeah, you guy? I'm just saying like that's that's we do it with stocks. We do it with stocks. The oil companies do it. Diamond companies are notorious for it. Diamonds aren't as rare as people want to say they are. They simply control the supply uh, to stay within the demand. Yeah. If they if they put if they put all the diamonds they currently have onto the market now. Diamonds dropped dramatically. Yeah. So I just, I like the fact that the guy took an opportunity. I just I think he he was probably dumber on the on the execution of the plan, but props to him on the forethought of, you know, people yeah. are getting sick and we need hand sanitizer, and I think it just blew up on him a little quicker than he yeah. thought. It's dirty. Whether it's right or wrong, it's it's no, it's it's, it's definitely ethically okay. Now that's the difference. Play, playing off of fear. Ethically, probably a little shaky. Yeah. From a business ethics standpoint, but from a uh, a business standpoint, I I think it's opportunistic. Yeah. Really. I guess so. I just don't like the fact that, and, and that's what I'm saying is like, let the market dictate his success or lack of success. Yeah. You know, if there are enough stupid people out there, I mean, that's the thing. That's how how are the Kardashians rich? There are enough stupid people out there that are willing to tune in to their TV show every day. Yeah. There are enough stupid people out there that are willing to pay $50 for hand sanitizer. I think life should teach them that lesson. The government supplies my hand sanitizer. It's not a problem for me. Yeah. We touch too many dirty people. Bucky supplies mine. <laughs> Is that a... <laughs> and that's... Dude, this was coincidental as well. That's not a pandemic size... Uh, amount though you got you've used that three times since we've been here by the way yeah you're overdoing it although you could be in ground ground that's what i'm saying there's been a corona case we can't get into that by the way within (laughs) let's just say within a 50 mile (laughs) radius of me so Uh, no but uh um everybody's gonna get it man or they've already had it well that's what i think and Uh, that's why i don't think it's as bad because i think most people have had it and I think it comes down to the fact that we're now, because we're identifying it, we're 
do you backtrack deaths? So if somebody died, like the nursing home in Washington, D.C., where only like one person survived, which, by the way, if you, I mean, if you go to a nursing home, like nursing homes are death. Oh, dude, they're terrible. Not assisted livings. I'm talking yeah, nursing, nursing homes, homes where these are people who are yeah, essentially being made comfortable. Yeah. Uh, whatnot. I mean, it was just a matter of time for those people yeah. anyway. Yeah. So my, I guess my question is, is if someone dies, if someone died of the coronavirus before it became a pandemic, do they backtrack that stat? Do they test them for it? No. I think they go from the point that they start getting positive tests and then just kind of have a question mark asterisk number before that. Because people were dying before tests were readily available. Right. The test is new. So, but new. the point being is, is people were, were being credited. The coronavirus is being accredited for killing people before the yeah. test was ready to well, available. Because I, I was tested for flu earlier in the year. They said, well, you have flu-like symptoms, but it's not that. They told my daughter that twice. Right. So tons and tons and tons of people, and if you talk to nurses, they'll tell you the same thing. Is people were coming in with flu-like symptoms being tested and released saying, no, you don't have the flu. Just stay home for 24 hours, you know, or 48 yeah. hours. So even though... You know, I think I think uh, Avery had to stay home. What is it, four or five days now? If you have the flu, I got the flu and I had to stay. They told me not to go back to work for five days. Yeah. Which, by the way, I like I said this year I had the flu. It was twenty years since I got. It. I didn't even have it since college. And and my thing is, is like I felt so bad. There was no, like, barely getting into the car and driving to the doctor was a chore in and of itself. So getting up and going to work and actually putting in a full day's worth of work was impossible. In fact, I worked from home and I was dozing in and out uh, while I was working. That's how just weak and tired I was. So the point being is, is like, if you feel that bad, why are you going to work? Which I think some of it's uh, like if it was if it was my office where there's a very um, work life balance type of mentality. So if you're sick, they they tell you to stay home and and it's it's not an issue. Yeah. Like so, those people I think are selfish. But then you get some boss. I heard about a funeral that was canceled this week, and it was canceled because the daughter couldn't make it, and she couldn't make it because the boss basically told her. If you leave the state, you have to stay home for two weeks and not get paid. Which, I think the boss is overstepping themselves. But yeah. you do have bosses like that who are like, yeah, if you stay at your home, you know, you, you know, yeah. you, granted, you have people who take advantage of it too. But, you know, I kind of feel like some bosses make people come in sick. Like, you better be bleeding out your eyeballs. With, yeah. You know, well, and I mean, where, where I work, you you accrue a ton of sick time. They make sure cops have a lot of sick time because they get hurt on the job a lot. Right. And I mean, you can get a, the most common ones are like ankle, knee, back injuries because that's what happens when you fight or you wreck a car. Yeah. And it takes a long, long, long time to recover from that. So they give you an astronomical amount of leave. But it's also kind of frowned upon if you're the guy that takes off, you know, once or twice a month for just to burn sick days. Yeah, but like I said, if you if you have did you have the flu this year? Mm, no, I got uh, I had something similar where it was just like it was twenty four hours flu like symptoms. My fever got up to one hundred and two, and then it was gone. Could you have gone to work that day? No, there's no. I mean, way. could you have even performed your job? N- not well. No, I was in and out of consciousness for that's what I'm saying. Hours. Like in the flu, I was it. I was just you know passing out. Yeah, you know. I, I, but I've gone I, in. I've gone in with migraines and headaches and other things that I get I mean, pretty that, commonly. Right, and I think a lot of people do. But you know, I I could see people if you get a cold and you give it to the office, like that's kind of yeah. You know, it's it's. But the flu, man, you can't you can't work. So <clears throat> no. like even even if you're at the office, you're not being productive. Yeah. Well, and it, it's aggravating when you know like. like your kids are, will come home and tell you that a sick kid came to school. And oh, it's just that's because, the worst. And it's because their parents didn't want to take off, didn't want yeah. to use one of their sick days to take, you know, yeah. stay home and take care of their yeah. kids. Oh, so they, yeah. they send their kid to school. That is the worst. Yeah. That, or, that's the worst where it's like. Or they slap them with some essential oils and send them on their way. Yeah. Like the, the parents who know their kids are sick. Yeah. 
and they're just trying to squeeze half a day before the school or the babysitter calls yep. them and tells them to come pick them up. Yep. You're ba- that's bad. Yeah. That's, and, and that's bad from like a, from my standpoint, you're getting my kids sick, which means you probably get, you know, you know who does my that other though? kids sick. It's the same millennial that wants to go and dra- travel to Florida and back right now. Yeah. Because of the cheap plane tickets, you just want to be a you just want to be a carrier. You just want to drive all the way down the coastline and get it and bring it all <laughs> the way back and kill all the old people on the way. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, it is it is selfish. Yeah, and, and and that's. But it's selfish from the standpoint of other parents, but it's also selfish from the standpoint of your kid. If yeah. your kid's feeling like crap, why are you dragging them out of bed yeah. and taking them into the babysitter just to turn around and take them back home? Yeah, you know, it's just like I said. I say this with a little, you know, from a high horse because, you know, my work's very flexible as far as working from home. I have a laptop that I can I can just fire up at the house and, and all that. So if I get quarantined for two months, guess what? I'm just working. I'm telecommuting for two months. No big deal, you know. Taking showers after every dump. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, some people can't do that. I'll tell you who who we don't need getting hurt or or getting sick or shut down is waste management. Yeah, because we because in New York, what was the there was a, oh we were we were in New York over Labor Day, so the the sanitation department got the day off, and I mean in New York that that trash piles up quick. Yeah, so two months here with no trash pickup get pretty nasty. Yeah, but anyway. Quit buying up all the toilet paper, though. Yeah. That's selfish. Yeah. But I also think there's warehouses out there with just tons of toilet paper. Yeah. Waiting for the price to go up by 3 or $4. Of, uh, well, I was just, you know, I was going to get my normal amount because we had like two rolls whenever the, the whole toilet paper epidemic happened. And so I went out. I had to go to two different stores to get my normal amount. And, you know, normally we get the, the big ones, like 24 rolls yeah. or whatever. And I was having to buy like two or three of like the four packs. Yeah. And definitely not the brand I would normally buy, but uh See, I lucked out. They were they were saying that their warehouses were almost empty. Like they were still Man, resupplying them. Not buying it. Yeah. And I mean that, that could be Maybe true. theirs are, but I'll guarantee you the manufacturers. Yeah. But you also don't want them to unload everything all at once either. No, cuz then you have the idiots who are buying it all and yeah, selling it on eBay. Yeah. I'll tell you what happened though is my we went to celebrate my grandma's 90th birthday and my son got strep the day before so we took him to the doctor early in the morning and the doctor was like he has strep put him on this antibiotic uh he won't be contagious for in eight hours once he gets on the antibiotic he's got eight hours and he won't be contagious anymore we were like listen we're gonna go see his 90 year old great grandma um is it okay if not we will stay home and the doctor was like no if, if you get the antibiotic and and he takes it, then he, he'll be good. And sure enough, man, he took it that morning, took a nap, woke up, took it again, went to bed, woke up the next morning, said he felt great, yeah. you know, and, and no big deal. Um, But on the way down there, we loaded up on some hand sanitizer so that he could wash his hands before he hugged his grandma or whatever. So I had that. And then we just ran out of toilet paper, so I turned around, or we got low on toilet paper, so I just turned around and bought it off uh, in bulk off Amazon like I normally do, and it just happened to be the right timing. Yeah. And I got it in right before the pandemic set in and the mad rush for toilet paper. So we're good at least through the summer, you know. I may be using it as currency, you know, maybe pay people to paint my house with it. Yeah. Yeah. So... Which that's what I've been doing too is painting the house. Yeah, I like to think that the dweebs that are hoarding are probably going to be the first to die because they bragged about it to everybody. Possibly. Yeah. Or they got a fire. They're going to put it in front of like a radiator or a, a heater heating unit. Yeah. And just burn down all their stock. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have no toilet paper. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. I, I wonder who that person is though. The dude has a lot of people buying bottled water. I went to I went to the grocery store the other night and people were loading up on bottled water. Yeah. And I'm like, you know those bottles come from typically China. Yeah. So it's like Well, here's what I thought was funny is uh I went to the store last night and I went to like the baking aisle and I wanted to get yeast and I wanted to get some flour 
and some oil, like some oil. Right. Dude, it's all there. It's yeah. all there, and it's no, in massive right. stock. And the first thing that just popped in my head is the lady in front of me is telling me that I can cut her because I only have three items. It's like I could replace half of her basket with the three items I had in my hand if you know how to cook. Yeah. No, you're right. Because we have live chickens in the area, so we can get we have access to eggs. Well, I'll tell you this. You know who's... Like egg, egg, eggs, flour, a little bit of yeast. You know who this is killing? The substitute meat markets. Yeah. Like, if you go to the store, those those are in plentiful stock. Yeah. Like, nobody wants... What's that What's that new one? Uh, Beyond Meat? Yeah. Like, there, there's no issue there. Yeah. You go to a grocery store, their shelves are completely full. Yeah. No, it was, it was goofy. Because, I mean... I saw people that were like emptying out the freezer aisle for like lean, lean cuisines and stuff like yeah. that. I'm like, man, you gotta, you're gonna have to cook for yourself if all this stuff runs out. Yeah. And you're not going to eat the things that you probably are used to eating. I've been buying five pound bags of pizza rolls. Yeah. Not, not for this just because like well, it's easy to fix for the kids. And yeah, back, back in the day, man, they just made flatbread and that's what they traveled with because it keeps. Yeah. No, you're right. And that's the thing. And that's why I don't think like, I don't think you're going to have mass chaos if, like, the stock market were to, were to, because I think people would eventually, like, take an apple out of their, their yeah. bowl and go plant it in the yard and maybe not an apple, but yeah. maybe a potato. Also, yeah, well, I was, I was talking to Shane about buying chickens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like the cheapest thing you can buy. You still got to feed them, but I mean. Oh, they're $3 for a chicken. Yeah. And then even corn in that a fifty pound bag of corn is like what twenty five yeah. bucks. And I don't yeah, and I don't know how many, how many. I think just one male to take care of however many chickens you have for the most part because I think they can pretty much run the gambit of like a ton of them. Yeah, yeah, a rooster. You and then you've got up early. yeah, and then you've got eggs daily for the rest of your life. Yeah. Well, as long as the chickens are alive. Yeah. Now they're sporadic. You do have to. I think they said seven out of every ten produce eggs regularly yeah but even then that's three three rotisseries right there i know yeah <laughs> <laughs> you got the, i mean if you don't produce eggs then you're going on the i on call the those spick. dinner yeah so but well, man you can you can live off of eggs as long as you can start a fire man well yeah you can I mean, do I, you can do a million different things with eggs flour yeast a little bit of oil you know you yeah. can grow your own vegetables and that's really all you i mean do really in all reality if you had vegetables in eggs, you could do pretty well. Yeah. You know, and running water. Yeah. Then you could you could survive fairly easily. And yep. you don't even need that much land to to do that. Yeah. You know, for your family. So just lazy man. We we do live in a very um what's the word? Convenient. Convenience. Yeah, that's probably the best word. Uh, immediate gratification is yeah. kinda Another way to go. Lazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think people still work, but I think they don't like to do the work at home that it takes to survive. They want that done for them. They well, want they want fast food, immediate meals, stuff that's easy but, to cook. And part of that's because you drive, you know, part of it's commutes. Yeah. You know, if you're doing that car for an hour, hour and a half a day, just, just to and from work and then full day's work and all that. I mean, I don't blame you for not wanting to do it. But yeah. if if every, if the I mean if the stock market were to crash and everybody were to like not uh not have jobs then what are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, you may as well grow something and cook some. Do a little hunting. Yeah. But we could eat squirrel. Yeah. Got plenty of those in my yard. Rabbit. Got tons of rabbit in my neighborhood. Some snakes. <laughs> I haven't seen a snake yet. I'd eat a snake, but I don't mess with them. I don't think I'd eat a snake. But I need some rabbit, though. Yeah. And we got tons of those things. Yeah. I got a shotgun, too. So I could kill the rabbit. So yeah. I'm pretty much set, too. You've got a tactical shotgun. I know. I can kill multiple you rabbits. Kill, kill a whole herd. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you call rabbits? Herds? Yeah. Or litters? I don't know. What's a group of rabbits called? This is digressing. Yeah. What's a group of rabbits called? Sometimes called a herd. 
<laughs> We're both right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, it's also known as a colony or a nest. That is the dumbest bit of knowledge we've ever and shared if on you this wanna, show. And then if you want to get really rare, you can call it a warren. Uh, but that's more commonly referred to where they live rather than the group of them. Yeah. Uh, interesting. The, the more you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a. Mm. Uh, been interesting man it uh people have quit moving around it kind of shows in uh you know our, the statistics traffic we have, yeah at work and stuff right now not yeah. a, not as many cars on the road at night i notice um, traffic is easier your clubs are shutting navigate. down some gas stations are shutting down most businesses are shutting down earlier uh they've man they mandated that the casinos are going to shut down for like the next two months or something like that which i mean this, you know it may not be a bad thing yeah well he, and here, here here's the thing if the government's willing to supplement it for like a zero interest loan or whatever it is they're going to do as part of that stimulus package. You know, they're, it kind of seems like the way they're going is they're trying to guarantee businesses and people that they're not going to lose any money during this time. Yeah. You know, as part of you not dying and spreading the virus. Hey, by so, the way, man, yeah. like if you, if you, for the audience out there, if you don't like the fact that going to the grocery store, there's no toilet paper or small necessities, Welcome to socialism, because this is what <laughs> Venezuela has been living in for the past three years. Yeah. Well, it's not the best argument for us either, though. What's that? Well, if the government turns around and starts, you know, supplementing, supplementing everybody, we're definitely it's that that's what socialism is. But 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 I mean, but but it's it's money that's been thing. provided by a capitalist. And that's but the thing is, is like, yeah. that's what it's for. You know, the, the thing is, is like, is it but it's, is it really supplementing us? Because yes. I pay taxes. Yeah. So is it more of a savings plan that you're now letting me cash in on? Yeah. Well, I, that depends on how it how it works. If you have to pay it back, like, and then some, to me, that's a little bit different. But Yeah. But but that's what I'm saying is, like, I, I, I don't disagree with the fact that in a, time, in a crisis like this, if this is really the pandemic that they're saying it is, then I think if I'm paying taxes on a regular basis, then there's nothing wrong with them supplementing yes, it. Yes, no, keep I agree. Whatever. Now. Well, and, and, and it's also, it's kind of a moot point, in my opinion, just because it is a crisis. So this, this isn't our status quo. Yeah. If it our was, status if, quo is definitely we're, we're a capitalist country. Right. You know, Which is why, you know, I don't expect to yeah. be out of toilet paper in the next three months. I expect to be able to go buy toilet paper right. regularly and hand sanitizer and all that. Venezuela, you you don't know when that stuff's coming back well, because they've jacked up the well, economy waiting, so yeah, bad. Yeah, you're waiting in line for bread. Right. And you're wait but you're also waiting for a government like the United States to intervene and essentially run out a regime uh, a regime and rebuild your democracy. Yeah. Now you're dependent upon someone else whereas in uh, uh like I said, if like you said, if the healthcare system wipes this out in record time compared to communist China or socialist Italy. Yeah. Then Bernie's gone for sure. Yeah. People wait. Well, Bernie, Bernie, Bernie's gone anyway. Well, let's be honest. Bernie never wanted in the first place. Yeah. Bernie's sticking in long enough for the payout. Yeah. Which, you know, he bought a house right after he dropped out of the race with a $3 million house when he dropped out of the race with Hillary. Yeah. So obviously we know what's going on there. Yeah. Biden's an idiot. Obviously. Dude. That guy, he's already lost. He he's done the exact same thing Hillary Clinton's done, man. He well, he, so is the media, and that's what I think this by is by calling everybody this... deplorables. That was that was the moment that she lost the election. Yeah. No, you're right. And I think him yelling at the worker, <laughs> that might have been his moment. He's had a few, but oh, he's had a ton. But the that, best is when he wandered off the screen, just walked off. <laughs> dude, he's nuts, man. Yeah, he's. I, I mean, from a dementia <laughs> standpoint, I feel bad for him, but he's such a creepy dude that like. The best meme I saw is that it was a news article that said Joe Biden drops out of the presidential race and endorses Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> it's a possibility. Oh, dude. It is a possibility. It's he did so endorse ridiculous. Trump and uh, unofficially endorsed Trump on accident. Mm. Now, I know they cut the clip. Oh, short. the re election one? He's yeah. like, we, we can only win this re election. 
but then he messed up the then the best is he goes I can't do it for another two years and they're yeah. like elections in six months man well and then, then him telling the guy he doesn't need an AR-14 not yeah. a 15 and then uh, it cuts to the clip where they're like well they're saying you're going to come for their assault rifles and he's like bingo <laughs> <laughs> after he said he never said it dude it's a gold mine of memes yeah that's what that's I'm saying that, that, there's something that's why I think there's something going on because if this were a normal election there's no way he would do. He would have been out so long ago. Yeah. There's yeah. there's something that they have to keep him in the race for. Because dude, don't was that stupid. No. Even Democrats aren't stupid enough to realize that Joe Biden is not. Put him on a debate stage with Donald Trump. Yeah. He's gonna get waxed. Well, I think I think what they're doing is they're trying to push their two oldest dudes, and when they're out of this election, hopefully they'll just be done. And then they can start tossing out their younger ones next year. They knew or next time around because they they know they're not going to win. Yeah, but who so you, you don't want to you don't want to waste your your younger ones. Yeah, but you still don't. But they at least when they did that with Bush, they at least threw John Kerry out there. Yeah, we at least threw Mitt Romney out there. Yeah, like this is terrible. I mean, this is just blatant. Well, we knew Mitt Romney never stood a chance either. I know, that's what I'm saying. But you still, but he still didn't embarrass himself like this. Yeah, you know this guy. I mean. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, but it'll be interesting. Uh, I just think, like you said, I, I think they're doing the exact same thing they did in 2016. It's just going to pay. It's just going to get. Yeah. Be an even bigger landslide. Yeah, for uh, sure. I think all across the board. Uh, another telling fact is that, and I don't, you know, the squad, everyone they endorsed lost miserably in their primaries. To the more to the more moderate Democrat, you know, so that socialist agenda is is failing, and I think you're starting to see the effects of it now. I just yeah. think you 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 gave America a taste of what it'd be like, and they're not going to obviously have it. I mean, we're obviously blessed to be in a country where you can go to a grocery store and grab whatever you need, because that's not not the case everywhere we go. Yeah, you know, from uh, from a worldwide perspective, <clears throat> our buddy Mishka grew up in Russia. You know, standing in soup lines and all that. Yeah. And so. Does, mean, that, does that dude even work with you anymore? Or is he totally 100% in the. He's not. No, well, he got. So he went to Lithuania. Well, he was supposedly supposed to go to Lithuania. Um, And I don't want to get too much, you know, too much right. into his personal detail. But there were just. There were promises made that weren't kept. Uh, and there's some. Some. Uh, is this on your side or the fight side? On our, I mean, okay. just on on the company. No, okay. on the company side. Okay. Yeah, our, on the company, on the company side, some some things promised that weren't upheld, and some some issues. Uh, so he just essentially came back uh, permanently. Well, he came back on on approved leave and then quit. Oh, okay. So now he's interviewing uh, for jobs now, gotcha. while doing the fight thing. Yeah, because it seems like that's going. Really I think well. he's doing real well. Yeah. Um, it seems like he's adding people by the week. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing that, and they're getting bigger fights. Yeah. Like, he would, uh, He had, I think he had at least one, maybe two, Ray, maybe up to three. Ray, uh, what's her name? Julia was in that Avila. One. Yeah. She's she's probably his, his biggest client, I would think, right now. She's Because she worked her way up through the Invicta thing, and yeah. now she's... She's probably his biggest name. Yeah. She's She's got her U, a UFC contract. Her... Yeah. Most recent fight got canceled, right? Like, uh, no, it was. I thought uh, the girl dropped out for injury or something like that. Or the the one the most recent one she was this this past one where they didn't have any fans. Oh, okay. They moved it to Vegas from Oregon. That's right. And uh, okay, and she fought with with no one in the crowd. Uh, I think that that that's either I think that just happened or is about to happen. Was the UFC pretty? They were probably mad about that. <laughs> like, I didn't even I didn't hear about that for some reason. I thought it didn't happen. No, it it did. It just did it without. They did it right before they canceled everything. Okay, so they just essentially just filmed it. and Nobody was there. Yeah, so it was gotcha. a pay per view event. I think the ESPN Plus stuff. I need to go look for that fight then. Yeah, yeah, we need to get him back on. Um, yeah, I mean he's obviously not busy. <laughs> I mean, I know he's busy with that, right, but yeah. I mean, he doesn't have the same uh, work schedule now. Right. So I need to text him, tell him why he's out. But yeah, so uh, the sports thing's crazy. The sports thing is the craziest thing right now. 
because March Madness is the only. I mean, these are big time money making. Oh yeah, events. I mean, you're talking about billions probably being lost every month that are being canceled altogether, yeah. not even postponed. Well, I mean, the XFL's gone, NBA's gone, uh, all NCAA sports are gone. Yeah, which which stinks because Texas was actually, actually Texas actually had a legitimate shot at the women at the softball World Series and winning it all. Yeah. Uh, cool thing is, is all the seniors get to come back. So if if you were a senior this year, uh, NCAA is granting you another year uh, if you're a spring sport. So you can graduate and come back and play college sports. Yeah. So you can you finish the one more year. What do you think about a professional softball league? How do you think that performs? Well, they have one. Yeah, it's not really mainstream though. I've I've heard that they're talking about it being more mainstream. I. They're they're club they're kind of like clubs is what they are right like De Marini and all them yeah have teams. Now, yeah and the thing is is they're they're huge in Japan like Cat Osterman went and played in Japan yeah uh, and did real well and yeah. was I mean just a national I mean Japan national hero type thing over there women's sports definitely bigger around the world than it is here. Yeah, softball's softball's gotten huge, and I don't know if it's just because we live in Oklahoma. Well, which, we we are the mecca. Well, we and we weren't, which is weird. It was a shift from the the coastal yeah. states. It was all Florida and California, and it just kind of became us because we did such a good job of recruiting at OU. Well, that and we have the uh, softball Hall of Fame here. Yeah. So the World Series is always here. Yeah, and what's no, cool, you're right. OU oh, Gaskow has definitely brought it to Oklahoma. Yeah, and what's cool is a lot of those girls have stuck around. Like they still live in the area. Oh yeah, my I mean, daughter Kalani Ricketts yeah. coaches my daughter. Yeah, well their their shortstop is uh, Elliot's hitting coach, and then yeah, yes. Kalani's worked with her for pitching. So you you have two Team USA players well, co- coaching and, your kids. It doesn't get much better. That's than that. the thing is when uh, when um, uh, Kalani's traveling, uh, my daughter's actually going to a girl who's on the team now. Yeah, you know, so yeah, that is cool. Um, which is kind of why I hope it doesn't go mainstream until she's out of college. Yeah. Because I, I do like the fact that, you know. Yeah. That's, Had, uh, is she working with, she, is she working with uh, Shelby, is it Shelby Penderton? No. Okay. She's working with. Uh, Dude, have you seen her at shortstop? Some of her highlights? Uh, it's ridiculous. It's pro pretty, U. Yeah, well, pro U and Team USA. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, she's she's working with Kalani and Liv, I think's okay. the girl's name. Yeah. She's a freshman. But she was like Oklahoma's national player of the yeah. year last it's a, year and all that. Oklahoma's a great place to be if your kid's playing softball right now. Yeah. It's a I, I in my opinion, it's still overly competitive for the age, but they're learning at an astronomical rate compared yeah, to and, where you'd and, be at an outlier. And, and I kind I agree with the fact our coach, my daughter's coach, basically said if you're not going to private lessons, you're probably not going to be able to pitch. Yeah. Which I, I don't like because you're kind of saying, hey, if you can't afford private lessons and you can't pitch, which there may be a Kalani Ricketts out there who just can't afford what it costs to pay per hour. Yeah. And I, I don't think that's right. But at the same time, it does keep everyone and their mom from – because when we said pitch and tryouts for this thing, you had girls who had never never even wound up yeah. coming out for it. Well, and – I mean, and it could just be our coach, but it seems like she wants just about everybody on the team to be able to pitch, which is crazy. Because we, we probably have, you know, you play nine in the field. We probably yeah. have six girls that are going to pitching lessons right now. Yeah. So and, We have four pitchers. And, and two two of them are legitimate, and two of them are on their way up. See, we, now, we did have that six to whatever. Yeah. And then and then some leave, go to other teams. And four <laughs> four kind of separate themselves as the main and then one left, and we brought another one in. Yeah. Um, but but once again, none of that matters because it's everything's all, canceled. It's all canceled. So but all you're all you're doing right now is lessons. Yeah, which I'm okay with. I see. I, I I I don't I don't mind the the hectic schedule in the spring. Yeah. I just I mind it in the fall though. The fall is annoying. Like, why are we playing into into Thanksgiving? Yeah. Past Thanksgiving. Like, yeah. Like I, I, I think you should be because because what you do is you get a girl's mindset set on softball, and then they start playing basketball. Like you know, a lot of the girls play basketball, and basketball for some of those girls 
should be their first sport. Yeah. No, for sure. Yet they probably don't. It's probably more of a I'm doing this while softball's taking the, the, the six-week hiatus when it should be the opposite. See, I, I hate the fact that she plays basketball. I, I, think, I think that's just a waste of time in my opinion. See, I disagree. I think you could stay in lessons and, and just – but I, I would want to place that even if you're not even if you're not competing at a high level in basketball, the footwork and the decision making in basketball, because that's the biggest thing that I notice is the decision making. Decision making in softball is completely different. Yeah, because while the pitchers, you know, getting ready to go on the batters, you know, whatever, you can sit there and assess. You know what the play is going to be if the ball comes yeah, to you. Yeah, if it comes to me, this is what I'm doing. Basketball is 100% reactive. Yeah, you have one, maybe two options in, in baseball. Right. Normally yeah. it's go to first or go to second. And that's that's you know? what I like about basketball is you have yeah. to your body has to learn to react to the unknowns and your, mind and, and your mind has to react to it first and your body has to react to it. So I think and footwork is obviously good uh, and all that. Plus college coaches don't want – one sport athletes anymore which i think is the problem we have with softball here and that's why a lot of girls are either going to get burnt out or they're going to be injury prone or the college coaches aren't going to want them because you're saying it's a problem because they want multiple sport yeah people? college coaches want multiple sports yeah because because it makes you more versatile in in the sport itself football for example uh you know, if you if you just simply played one position in football your entire time, you know that's that's frowned upon because the, the way the way the the college coaches recruit now is they recruit tackles in high school to play guard and center, yeah. and they recruit tight ends to play tackle. So they want those guys because they want athletes, and they yeah. want you know same thing. You see a quarterback, but he turns around and plays receiver or running back in college. They want guys who are athletic and can move around. But how realistically, how unusual is it for somebody to play at that level and not be multi-talented? Yeah, but it's because they play multiple sports, though. Right, but maybe not at like an elite level or anything like that. I'm just, I'm, I don't know. No, I, ha- no, I hate, well, I hate basketball with a passion. The Gom- uh, Sue played soccer. Yeah, and he was a defensive lineman. Well, I mean, and his footwork—they said his footwork's some of the best out there—and he right. credited soccer for it. He wasn't a star soccer player; yeah. he just played soccer when he was younger and got that foundation. I think you should play everything up <laughs> until junior high or high school, and then lock it in, and then cut it down to maybe two or three sports in high school, and then specialize. Yeah, well, I that. think and I then, think that's how most college kids are, though that that played D one or whatever that are really yeah, good now because that's what I did. It not, I mean, it did, but it wasn't like that in the past. I played I played everything until I think eighth grade, and then I decided I was just going to do tennis and cross right. country. And then whenever I got I got into high school, I was only playing tennis. Right, but I'm, what I'm saying, I don't think college coaches like single sport athletes in in high school. They want two or three sports in high school. Yeah, if at the very least you're running track, they want you run it. If you're a football player, they want you yeah. running track in the spring. And I think they would prefer like a sport like basketball. Well, that, that's how our cross country coach always was. He wanted us running uh, track in the spring, and I hated track, and I did right. tennis instead. And he he was never happy about that. But right, uh, soccer was another one. And I and the other thing yeah. too is you get out of these off seasons, which are terrible. We, I had a guy who played soccer who played football because he didn't want to go through soccer's off season. Yeah. So I just feel like it sets them back when they play basketball right now, as far as their their skills when it comes to softball but I, but I, that's the thing i'm saying i think you're pigeon i think you risk pigeonholing in the softball and if they you know i mean it could work out it could not yeah well I mean, all i know is my daughter is in the 46 percentile for height she's never going to play basketball that's not true oh come on now she learned to dribble she she's not fine. she's not muggsy she Bo- shoots she's well. not muggsy bokes she shoots well if she could learn to dribble yeah then she'd be she'd be fine i think she should play basketball forever no. I mean, when I say forever, I, if she played basketball through high school, I don't think it's going to hurt her softball. No, don't think it's going to hurt her softball at all. I'll never be one to tell my kids as long as they they play a sport. I don't care what they do with it. Yeah, I have no unrealistic expectations that it's going to pay for their college. Like I, I think my daughter will play basketball for sure. Yeah, definitely. Softball is probably the 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 iffy thing. I yeah. think if she can pitch, if she continues to pitch, then then she'll keep softball. Yeah. But if it comes down to just sitting in the field. It's 
Man, it, it's hard now, though. I mean, it, in Oklahoma, every single girl's playing softball. That's what, you, yeah, right. You're competing against every girl in your age group in the state, right? For a college spot, even even junior college spots are going to be really hard to get before too long. Yeah. And I don't know if if she was playing something like uh, tennis or golf, I would say her chances are if she plays well are astronomically higher of her getting a degree or not a degree, a uh, scholarship. Well, golf is definitely. If if they like golf, I would I would definitely yeah push golf. I've seen girls pick up golf in their senior year and get a get a small scholarship. Yeah, you know I I went to college with a girl who she played two years of of golf in high school because of a boyfriend or something like that. Yeah, and that's the same that's the same story. And then broke up, went to college, broke up with him, went to college. College golf coach found out that she played golf and paid for her books, and then turned around and she's like. He paid for my books and then turned around and sent me to the store and there was like a two thousand dollar credit and he bought her essentially bought her clubs and a bag yeah. and clothes, you know, uniform and all that. And she's like, and I get to play golf every every yeah. day and it's yeah. like, you know. Which yep. which if, if I had it to do over, I probably would have stuck with golf a little a little more strictly in, in school. But anyway. Yeah. Well that's an hour, man. All right, guys. I need to get you home before that uh government uh-huh. mandated curfew. We're heading home. To, I'm heading to the gym, actually. Oh. He's not shutting down. While it's open. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll figure it. We'll do card push-ups and air squats. Yeah. Anyway, wash your hands. Stay safe. Be courteous of old people. We're out. Peace.